had one particular experience with this woman. I took her to the shampoo bowl. I'd just done her consultation. And when she sat in my chair, I could feel something was heavy on her heart. I'm very intuitive. I always have been my whole, whole life. And so uh, I could sense that heaviness on her and she, I could tell she didn't want to talk about it, which was totally okay. Um, And I took her to the shampoo bowl and I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to pull everything out of her and just like love on her crown, like her head, her take all this yucky energy of hers. And as I put my hands on her head, she had her eyes closed and she said, don't you dare take any of that on. She said, I want you to wash it right down the drain. And I was like, oh what the heck? And then I started thinking about the fact that every single time I'm washing someone's hair without even knowing it, I was shaking my hands down the drain. Like you're cleansing the crown. This is powerful. Like if you think about it and you're a visual person, I was cleansing the crown. People always say, Oh my God, the shampoo feels so good. It's not just because it's a physical touch. We're cleansing that energy in their space. We are literally washing it and rinsing it and shaking it down the drain, which is where it needs to go. Not into us. I'm just a hairstylist. How am I supposed to be a photographer, a social media manager, a receptionist, a marketing manager, and an entrepreneur as well. Welcome to the Secret Life of a Hairstylist podcast, where we shatter the term, I'm just a hairstylist, and help inspire you behind the chair. I'm Samantha, and I'm a hairstylist, educator, and salon owner, and I want to help inspire you with tips from how to manage your social media, to how to sell retail, to how to continue a positive mindset, making you more money as a stylist. Every week, I will share my own experiences over the last 10 years, plus bring in amazing experts from all over the hair industry to share their secrets on success. So what do you say? Are you ready to challenge yourself, get inspired, and build your dream business behind the chair? Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of The Secret Life of a Hairstylist, where we crush the term, I'm just a hairstylist. I am so excited about this week's episode. Um, It's definitely the top of my list. I am speaking with Kristen Sozman, a educator, a Reiki master, and a hairstylist behind the chair. So we are going to be talking today about including Reiki and spiritual healing into your salon services and how just to remove the negativity within the salon space. I know a lot of things, especially in Canada right now, is really tough for us opening back up and getting used to things. And I think this is just a really, really great episode to listen to just to really get back into like the positive atmosphere and um, positive mindset of working behind the chair. I know when I listen to this and I'm going to listen to it probably five more times um, that it's just so powerful what our mindset can do for us and um, creating that experience for our clients so that we really have a positive atmosphere within our salon. So Without further ado, I want to bring her on and make sure to listen to the end of the episode right to the end because we have a special treat for you um, right at the end of this episode. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. So welcome, Kristen, to the podcast. I would love for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of what led you into the hair industry. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I uh, I just love like the fact that we got to connect through clubhouse conversations yeah. and these beautiful connections. And so I, uh, yeah, I'm Kristen. I've been a hairdresser for 21 years and uh, have always had a mad love and passion for this industry. I got into education because I really felt great about that as well. Um, I always was instilled in me that education was really important in our careers. And so I really uh, felt passionate about that phase. And then just a few years ago, got introduced to Reiki. And it was kind of one of those things where um, I almost feel like it was it found me. I wasn't really necessarily like looking for it. And so, yeah, that was, that's kind of like the short of how, you know, of, of the background of what is, what is me. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I think it's so much fun to be able to connect with different hairstylists these days in all these different forums. And I have been, um, 
I've heard through the grapevine of like little things here and there about people uh, putting Reiki into their hair services. And I like, I love talking about energies and manifestation and all that kind of stuff. And, and I was like, Oh my gosh, like this Reiki, I've actually never had Reiki done. I've had um, healing touch therapy, which I believe Mm -hmm. is different, Mm -hmm. um, which is super, super cool. And so I I would love to take a Reiki session and um, but I'm just so curious about how people incorporate this into their her services. I think it's such a beautiful thing to to offer um, and something just so unique. And so I would like, what is Reiki for those who don't know? Um, what is Reiki? So yeah, that's a it's a great question because people are like, what even is that? And it's almost <laughs> like scary to people. They think like, oh. Um, I know that I've had, I've encountered a lot of people who were like, is this something that is, uh, going to affect or interfere with my culture or religion or things like that. So Reiki is a Japanese technique that is non-denominational. There's no, um, religious background behind it. It is the channeling of life force energy in our body. So essentially we have life force energy running through our body, every single one of us. And when that life force energy becomes low, we get sick, we get, you know, we, we get, um, tired, we, we get depleted, our immune system goes low, all of that stuff. And so with Reiki, essentially what, I, what we're doing is we are tapping into that divine life force energy, that abundant, never-ending flow to help replenish the body. It helps with relaxation. It helps to release old traumas that get stuck in the body. Our emotions, when we have an emotional experience in life, that emotion, if we aren't, if we don't have the bandwidth to process through the emotion and to bypass it, to like feel it, go through it, heal it all at the same time, it actually physically gets stuck in our body. That's where we develop sickness, illness, things like that. Um, I talk to people all the time. We're like, Oh, I have chronic low back pain my whole life. I'm like, as soon as they say that, I'm like, there's a grounding situation. There's some resistance around grounding, maybe some old programming. Like it's a trigger for me to know where that kind of comes from energetically, not saying there's not physical also like, you know, if you pull a muscle or something like that, but there's usually some sort of energetic tie to it. And so Reiki is a beautiful, very gentle way. Um, when I, when I, when I describe Reiki to people, most people know about acupuncture. So I call it like a close cousin of acupuncture where essentially everybody knows that acupuncture, you put a needle into the body where the meridians are. There's lots of little energy freeways running through our body. You put the needle to release the energy out of that spot. And so Reiki does the same kind of thing. It brings this beautiful, healthy life force energy to the body and kind of starts to clean out anything that doesn't belong, which is really, really cool. And the, the most, I think the best thing about Reiki is like, it, it only does what your body needs. So it's not, um, even though I am a practitioner and facilitating a situation, the energy is not coming from me. I am not the magical creature. I'm like a charger or a conduit. So I'm just the middle piece. It's like when you have a water source at your house, coming out of the wall and you stick a hose to it. I'm kind of like that hose I'm bringing, I'm tapping into that life force energy of that source. And I'm bringing that energy to my client or myself. Amazing. That's so cool. And I think it's like so needed right now too, with everybody going through these like mental health issues and um, just like everything's kind of taken a toll on us and, and it's weighing heavily on us. And so I think that this is such an important thing to, to, to implement into your, into your life. Um, so what is it that like, kind of like got you into this or like, what, what was kind of that, like life-changing thing that kind of got, um, got you into Reiki? So I have not had a perfect life. I've actually had a lot of trauma in my childhood. Um, I got, had a baby when I was 17 years old. Um, I have been on my own essentially, uh, since I was, since I announced I was pregnant, like 16 years old. (laughs) And so, um, I have kind of gone through life surviving and like, I'm a, I'm a hustler. I'll get stuff done. I don't sit still. I don't wait for things to happen to me. I make things happen. And so I've always been very strong and early on in my career being a hairdresser, I started into therapy 
because I realized a lot of this old trauma was kind of like flowing back into my life. And so I needed to go, I really needed therapy as a way to kind of sift through some of these things and start to grasp like some knowledge on how to, how to handle and how to deal with my trauma. And I went through years of that and it was very, very beneficial for me. Um, and then I, I stopped going and there was this time where it was almost like I had figured all that stuff out, but I felt like something was still, there was still these deep seated things that I couldn't really, even with my therapeutic techniques, like really get to. And just coincidentally, one day I was chatting with my massage therapist because I had started really making sure that I was caring for myself on the surface. So regular massages, regular pedicures, a little bit of time off with girlfriends, things like that. I was starting to carve out self-care, which like you said, is huge right now. It's a huge topic. And I was on my massage therapist table and I said, you know, I've really been intrigued about crystals. This was like six years ago. And I always loved rocks as a kid. And I know crystals help with balancing energy and things like that. I've heard that. And she started telling me about this new little studio that had opened up in our town. And so I went to check it out. And the woman who owned it, she was not a Reiki uh, practitioner at the time, but she did different modalities of energy work. And as she worked on me, she had a, she had a sister that worked on me remotely as she guided through me, through guided me through meditations. And I really resonated with the fact that it was very interesting to me that I didn't have to talk through something. I was in this very relaxed meditative state. I was feeling shifts in my body happening, but I didn't have to make sense of it. I didn't have to like wrap my head around it. I didn't have to talk my way through it. Like in therapy, it took me out of my mind and into my body and really allowed me to tap into some of these things that were still lingering. And so I really fell in love with the practice. I'd had a couple of other clients who over the years had kind of like given me little bites almost to like, you know, oh, I, I do Reiki and I would talk to them and be intrigued about what that was, but I never really felt the need to dive into it until a certain point. And I feel like those things happen to us all in our lives, right? We're given something, a book maybe, and it sits on our shelf for two years. And then we finally read it. And we're like, this is the most profound thing we've ever read in our lives. And, but if we would have read it two years ago, it might not have been so profound. And so Reiki came to me in that beautiful time where I really was feeling like I needed to do some deeper level healing, but I didn't know what that looked like. I considered going back into therapy, but once I got into my feels, I was like, this is really powerful. And not very long later, uh, my, my practitioner who is now a really good friend of mine, she, she said, do you want to, I said, you're going to a Reiki class. You're going to get certified now. And she's like, yeah. And I said, you know, for hair classes, we need hair models. So maybe you need a Reiki model for your class. Cause I'll be your guinea pig. And she started laughing and she's like, you should go with me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she's like, isn't it like a thing that you have to do for a long time? And she was like, no, it's, it's like a one day class. And the first level isn't really about anything else than healing self. And I was like, all right, let me go check it out. And so, like I said, when it, I, when I say it found me, it's, it's very true because it came into my life in a certain point where I really needed it. And once I went to my first class, I was, I was like, this is, this is like the, I don't want to say the missing link, but kind of, it was the next link in my chain for sure. And I could not even believe, um, the experiences and the healing I, I, encountered upon my first class. So from there, like I said, it, I didn't really start with the intention of like putting holistic practices in my business at all. Um, it was more just for a, uh, self-healing, uh, need. And so, um, I went to my first class and like I said, I was hooked. Um, I was completely blown away at what I was feeling in my body. And I think the coolest thing for me was the realization that I did not have to pour from my own cup anymore. I could tap into a source of energy that was never ending, that I wasn't going to have to deplete myself anymore, that I was going to receive this beautiful energy just by giving it because it's flowing through me. So residual trickles off into me as I'm doing this and I, everything has changed. It really, when I say it's changed my life, I'm not being dramatic. It really has changed my life and so many people in my life lives. <laughs> so it's been, it's been really, really incredible. That's amazing. I feel like, I feel like the really important thing about that is that like, 
when, when these things come into your life or when things find you, it's that you're finally open to receiving it. And, and, you know, anybody can listen to this and, and think, oh yeah, Reiki's cool. Like that sounds like a good thing. I should go try it out, but you really have to be open to receiving it and accepting it into your life. And, and that goes with anything in life, but these things won't find you until, until you are open enough to it. Um, So, yeah, I just feel like that's super, super cool. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's important to listen to that intuitive voice. You know, Mm -hmm. that's the thing is like, we always try and make sense of so much in our heads. And that's where I was trying to get, like I said, I was trying to get out of my head and not to ignore things. But I, like I said, I felt like there was this missing piece because we aren't all our minds. Like, actually, if you look at it, our subconscious mind takes up 95% of the space in our brain. Like our conscious mind is only five freaking percent, but it rules like this massive, you know, space. And so getting into the energetic side of things, it helps you to tap into that subconscious. So it's really a powerful space to be in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love it. Oh, I'm so obsessed with this. <laughs> no, it's really cool. It's really cool. It's I, I geek out. I have to like myself because I'm like (laughs) so exciting um so let's turn into like the hair side of things so um I know we were talking before about um there's like a couple different versions of Reiki so there's like a non-touch and a touch version correct well so Reiki is actually technically like a non-touch modality usually and typically people hover their hands over top now I will say just like anything else um, when I took Reiki class most of the people in the class were not hairdressers so licensed massage therapist if you have a license to touch like a hairdresser or massage therapist you can do hands-on practice but it is not uh, technically legal if you are not if you do not hold one of those licenses so for me um, and really just experiencing it. Reiki is one of those things that feels different coming through different people because everybody's bodies are different and energies are different. And so some people experience a stronger sensation hovering over, or some people experience a stronger sensation, sensation with touch. Mm-hmm. Um, I am incorporating both, uh, depending on what I'm intuitively guided to do at that time. Okay, cool. So how do you incorporate or I guess, how did you get first off? How did you get started into incorporating it into your hair services? And and how do you incorporate it into into your services? Yeah, this is a really great question. So um, like I said, I had had a couple clients before I even dove into Reiki who talked to me about it lightly. And I've, I had experienced a couple sessions. Well, I had one particular experience with this woman. I took her to the shampoo bowl. I just done her consultation. And when she sat in my chair, I could feel something was heavy on her heart. I'm very intuitive. I always have been my whole, whole life. And so, uh, I could sense that heaviness on her and she, I could tell she didn't want to talk about it, which was totally okay. Um, and I took her to the shampoo bowl and I was like, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to pull everything out of her and just like love on her crown, like her head, her take all this yucky energy of hers. And as I put my heads, hands on her head, she had her eyes closed and she said, don't you dare take any of that on. She said, I want you to wash it right down the drain. And I was like, oh what the heck? And then I started thinking about the fact that every single time I'm washing someone's hair without even knowing it, I was shaking my hands down the drain. Like you're cleansing the crown. This is powerful. Like if you think about it and you're a visual person, I was cleansing the crown. People always say, Oh my God, the shampoo feels so good. It's not just because it's a physical touch. We're cleansing that energy in their space. We are literally washing it and rinsing it and shaking it down the drain, which is where it needs to go, not into us. But it made me very aware of the transfer of energy between people and the scary thing about that is, is if you're pulling it out, it's got to have somewhere to go. So like, if you're pulling it out and it's going into you, what is happening to you? You're going home at the end of the night and you're like, don't anyone talk to me. I'm spent husband, kids, get the heck out of my way. I've been sucked dry all day long because you've literally like consumed all of this energy. So when I started Reiki one, like I said, it was all about self-healing Reiki level one certification is about self. It's not about working on others. And then when you go to your second course, that's where we talk more about working on other people. And my mind kind of blew wide open. 
I started thinking about, yeah, I could incorporate this and into my services as a standalone service. But what about if instead of pulling all that junk out of their head and just rinsing it down the drain, what if I was like this energy hose where I was just pouring, like flooding their, their energy body during the shampoo with this energy so that they were just kind of like releasing whatever needed to be. So I incorporate Reiki throughout my service um, in different spaces. So when they come into the salon, I've already set the intention. I've cleaned, clean, cleansed the space with sage. I've set a, an intention with my Reiki. I've called my Reiki in, filled the room with that energy. So when people walk in, they're like already melty. <laughs> and then they sit in my chair. And before we even start a consultation, I have them, uh, I, I don't just incorporate well, uh, Reiki I incorporate other forms of wellness. So it's essential oils first, take a whiff of these and figure out what you're being called to experience today. Sometimes people need energy. Sometimes they need to unwind. And then I start in with a scalp massage. I connect with my client's energy. I call in my Reiki, make sure that's flowing. And I go ahead and I work my fingers into the scalp with a scalp massage. Um, and then I do the consultation. And what's really cool about that is watching. I've seen so many times I've been doing hair for like I said for 20 years. So I'd see my clients sit down and the first thing they do is look in the mirror and start shitting on themselves. Right. I'm sorry if I, if we're not allowed to swear on this podcast, I didn't even think, I didn't even think to ask about those rules. Um, my name is Kristen. I'm a little hippie and a little hood, just so you know, like I have a beautiful balance of both, but, um, I really, now I forgot what I was going to say. Where was I at? Your clients are shitting on themselves. Oh yes. They would sit down, they would shit on themselves in the mirror and they're like, Oh, I look so bad. My face, my this, my that. When you start in with something where you just help them to get grounded for a second and settle their energy and like slough off maybe a little bit of what's there, they don't do as much of that. Like they literally are like, They'll pick out the things like, oh, the top's been heavy. Oh, I'm feeling a little light, but it's very, it's not these like, I'm not sure. And, you know, trying to figure it all out. It's a very fluid consultation. And I think it's because you're setting that flow. And so then the client's energy is shifted during the whole entire appointment, which is beautiful because I am not, um, they don't, it's almost like they don't need to be that you don't need to be the dumping ground because you're helping them to release in a, in a healthier way. And so I go about my service. Uh, sometimes if my client needs a little bit more work, I will do some Reiki while they're processing. Um, and that's usually where I do a no touch method where I'm hovering, they're sitting in my chair. I don't have like a facial bed in my space right now. So I use what I have. And that's the beautiful thing about this is you can really customize the experience based on what your salon atmosphere is like, what your, your, your salon vibe is like, all of those good things. And then I definitely incorporate Reiki at the shampoo bowl. That's like the biggest space. It's a consistent thing. So if I'm not doing more energy work while they're processing, it's something that I do definitely do at the shampoo bowl. I make sure I'm really grounded. I call in my Reiki. I set the intention that my client's going to receive exactly what they need. And I start working into a very slow scalp massage. I've got great music playing. Um, and sometimes I get some little intuitive hits that I share with them afterwards. Um, that's something that's developed uh, more recently. Um, I'll get these little messages. And if I feel called to share, then I will. And, um, it's just a beautiful thing. And they just feel, it's not just, I know people always feel better when they leave the salon, but I feel like this gives a little bit more of a lasting effect mm -hmm. and it is really kind of deep cleansing the insides as well as the outsides. And so, uh, it's, it's just a magical situation. And I'm really very, very passionate about, um, I can't even imagine if, if our entire industry had this gift. Mm -hmm. And we were as, as a whole, like it makes me like almost choke up in tears because I see the depletion I've experienced it. You know, I, I was at that point where I was like, I don't think I have anything left in me to pour out. I have a natural servant's heart. I'm a natural nurturer. I always have been. And so this is a healthy way for me to do that and to be able to like spread the light. So it's like, it's not just me that's experiencing it. If I can touch other hairdressers and share this with them, if I touch 10 hairdressers in a class and they're all working on 10 people throughout the week, even like that's a hundred people a week that are receiving this beautiful healing. That's massive. So I see 
where this can go and how this can kind of expand in our industry. But I just, I know how much healing it brought to me as a human before even thinking about offering it to my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is my wish for our industry. That is my hope is that, um, and I, and I see it, I see this like beautiful awakening happening where I feel like there is a big, big majority of our industry that's very ready for this. Mm-hmm. And I think, and, and that's the big thing. And the, the key thing that you said is we as hairstylists have to see the change in ourselves before we can offer it to other people. Cause if we just think, Oh, this is like another service that we can add into our plethora of services that it's never going to work. Like you have to understand and take it in and, and see the change for yourself in order to believe in it, that it will work for other people. So I think that that's really the key thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did a, um, I was able to be at the air professional air gathering at the beginning of May. And I got, I had the pleasure of guiding a breakout session and it was about how to incorporate wellness into the salon. And it was a, it was a two and a half hour breakout session. And for an hour and a half, we talked about self. We didn't talk about, because I'm a firm believer, you know, I can sit here and tell you um, all the different things, all the different ways you can put wellness into your business and incorporate wellness in your business. But my question was what to this whole room of people, what do you do for wellness? What do you do that enhances your energy that you can spill over into your experience? Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people use essential oils. I'm going to use that because it's a very like well-known wide known thing. A lot of people have diffusers in their salon. Um, And so what does that look like for you as a person? And then you can develop it into the salon. But I think as hairdressers and as people, we, when we learn something new or when we get something new into our, our talons, we're like, Oh, this is new. And we get so excited about it. And then we want to like run. We want to get into that brain of ours and we want to like, okay, how do I get to the end result? How do I become like, I know a lot of people who start Reiki one and they're like, I want to teach this. And I'm like, you haven't even, you haven't even done anything yet. Like, how do you, cause, because it is a big responsibility to teach it as well. And so I think we get into this mode of like wanting to get to the end, to mm-hmm. wanting to be the best at it, to, to like going to this extreme. And I am a big believer that this is a, is a process that you should allow to unfold and unwind and undo some of your old stuff, like slowly. It's like if you break, you know, a bone, it takes time to heal that. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I'm a big, big believer. Uh, and I, in all my Reiki classes, my Reiki one classes, I say, I, I challenge my students to a 30 day challenge where they work on themselves for a minimum 20 minutes a day. And to do that before working on others, because number one, you should start your journey before you ask others to do it. And number two, you're, because you're experiencing it, you can almost like troubleshoot through. It's almost like when I started uh, doing extensions, there's, once I started wearing them, I was like, oh, this is what people mean. This is what people feel. So instead of having somebody come to you, say you're working on a client and you start doing Reiki on them and you haven't really been doing it and they burst into tears and they have all these emotions and you're like, shit, I don't know what this means. I don't know. I've never experienced this before. It's like, it can go into this, like, uh, it's just a different experience. It's not the way it's, it's intended. So I think there is such beauty in letting it unfold. And really um, allowing us ourselves to experience and develop a relationship with the energy before, um, you know, offering it to others. But it is a beautiful thing that if you decide to, um, and even if you didn't decide to do uh, work on others, with every single class that I went to, there's three major classes and then the master teacher training. With every single class I went to, it unlocked another layer of healing in myself. So some people get all the way to Reiki three certified, which is a master level, not a master teacher, but a master level. And they never practice on other people. Sometimes it's just for their own selves, uh, for their families, for, you know, personal use. So I think it's a beautiful thing, whatever you decide that looks like for you, whether or not you want to incorporate it in your business or not. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's funny, as you were saying that, I was like, I feel like this is a slight personal attack on me because I'm so one of those people <laughs> that that just like wants to get there. But I've been working a lot on that in the last year or two. 
uh, of, of really taking things a lot slower. And cause I totally recognize that in myself, I'm an Enneagram seven. So I just want to, you know, same girl, same. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's but, why I speak to it because it's yeah. so it's me. It's like, okay. And that's how I've been my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, when you have a baby, when you're 17, you figure shit out and you're a hustler and you don't have time to let emotions or slow down or get into the feels. And I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I'll tell you guys, this is, this is my, like, <laughs> I'm not going to say old lady. Cause I'm not an old lady, but my old lady advice to you is like, don't do what I did. Like, yeah. don't let yourself get to that point where you literally will break because there's only so much we can do here in our minds. We have to really get into ourself intuitively get out of our head and allow things to, to process. And it's not something that we're, you know, alone in. There is most, that's why I said, most people I know in this industry, we are in our minds. We are taught to like set a goal and crush it. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's the, uh, it's the opposite end of the spectrum. This is very uh, feminine. This is very fluid it's very soft it's very gentle it's not this structured masculine you know way of doing things so it's very very different absolutely um so do you work in a solo studio or are you in a salon with other stylists so I used to have a big salon with seven chairs and uh four years ago almost I decided to downsize I was working I had been certified in extensions. I decided I was going to specialize in extensions. And I had gotten to the point where that big salon had served its purpose. It had served its purpose for me. Um, I was at a point where I decided that I didn't want to lead a big salon team anymore. Um, I had done that for quite a long time. And it, like I said, it was the end of a, a, a book and it was difficult. It was a very difficult thing because I was a I wanted to help all the people. I've always been that way, but I jumped into a smaller space and I did have two assistants that came with me. I don't have them working with me anymore. I work fully by myself. I'm not in a, uh, a salon suite space, but I have a very small salon space. Um, actually my lease is up in October, so I'm getting ready to actually I'm, I'm rediscovering how I want to use my space. I actually think I'm going to have two stations. So uh, I'm going to get rid of one of those stations so that I can create a, uh, a space where I can do hair. I'm only doing hair one day a week now because energy is more my full-time gig, um, healing work, coaching, teaching. Um, that is my passion and my next my next path for sure. So I really want to expand on my space so that I can offer small classes, um, in, in my space, I could do it now, but it's, you know, it's a little bit of like one of those things where I have to like finagle. Um, I typically, my classes that I do right now are on location. I have a space in the next town as well, but most of my Reiki clients are remote clients. And that's the other cool thing about Reiki that I want to touch on is you don't have to have the person in your space to work on them. 98% of my clients do not live even in the state that I live in. And so I connect with them on Zoom or FaceTime, whatever, uh, mostly Zoom is the, is the uh, form that I'm using. Sometimes I don't c- uh, connect with them electronically at all. I just tap in because energy has no time and space. Uh, we've all had that moment where a friend, we've been thinking about a friend, And they pop into our head and then all of a sudden the phone rings and it's the friend calling. That's because our energies are connected. Uh, So it's the same with, with Reiki and with transferring energy. I'm able to tap into that person, whether they are here with me in the room or across the globe. And it is extremely powerful. I was very skeptical of it. I was like, remote, what are you talking about? Um, And it actually sometimes can be more powerful. Uh, I feel. So it's really, really cool to be able to offer that um, over so many different spaces um, and different opportunities. So uh, I do work by myself, yes, which makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also feel like where there's a will, there's a way. Um, I know that disposable earplugs are not in it. They're not expensive. And so, um, you know, even if you are in a big bustling salon and you're wanting to offer this during your shampoo service, just to, just so that you don't soak up so much of the garbage that people are excreting off of themselves, 
you could still absolutely do that by, like I said, giving your client a disposable set of earplugs, having them plug those in during the shampoo, asking them to just set an intention to release anything that's not serving them and for you to just share what what they need. And you don't have to know what that is. That's the other beautiful thing about Reiki. It's, um, it has definitely enhanced my intuition and my, my, my Reiki energy healing have connected to a point where a lot of times I will get intuitively guided, but you can't really screw it up. Like you're setting the intention of sharing this love and this light and this healing with this person. That's all you have to do. It's not some complex like thing that you have to think about. You just have to set a beautiful intention. So it can really be done in any environment. Amazing. Yeah. That was going to be my next question. So thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, and I think that this is so important to just, even if you weren't to introduce it into your salon services, but just for you as a stylist to understand and be able to take in a little bit of this, because I remember like right now we're shut down, but, um, when right before we had closed, there was a lot of negative energy, you know, everything's looming. You don't know what's going on. Um, and we would all leave the salon in a negative space and it was really weighing on us. And there was a moment where we had to actually bring everybody together and say like, this needs to stop because we can't keep on taking in other people's negative energy and letting it just loom around the salon. And it's just, it's not good for anybody. Um, and you know, stress levels go up and anxiety and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel like even just understanding the basics of Reiki and those healing energies um, is so important just for you to, at the end of the day, even if you have that one person that comes in who has a more negative atmosphere, that just so you can allow yourself to like remove it from yourself and not soak it all in. And I think that is probably more important than anything um, within understanding, understanding those energies. Yeah, for sure. And the beautiful thing about Reiki, that's one of the biggest, most common questions asked when I first take someone into working on other people. So usually in a Reiki two class, they're like, I've heard about like energy transfer and like you can soak up other people's stuff. And when you set the intention and you call in your Reiki, I'm, I'm a very visual person. So everybody feels and sees this differently, but I can envision this light coming in, in from way up high and it comes into my crown. It goes down like my spinal column to my heart and it goes out through my arms and through my hands. So Reiki, that's how I see it. And the cool thing about Reiki is when you call that in and you set that intention, you are like a hose, not a vacuum. You are literally, you have this abundant energy flowing through you. So you can't absorb the other stuff. So instead of putting a protective bubble around yourself, it's almost like walking around with a fire hose. You're spraying off all of the stuff like before it can even penetrate your aura or your bubble. And, you know, you talked about the salon as a whole. And even if you didn't want to, like you said, incorporate this into your services, can you imagine how powerful as a salon team this is my, this is where we're going to get into my, my big vision of what's about to unroll and unravel in this industry for me and where I've been really called um, to share. I believe, man, how powerful it is for one person to be Reiki certified, but imagine a salon team. Imagine a salon team that is all certified in Reiki healing. And doesn't want to offer even, let's just talk about that. Doesn't even want to offer this as a service, just wants to keep doing hair. That's what they love. That's who they are. That's what their clients know. But what if all of you had that same healing ability and every single day it was a practice, like you came together as a salon and it's like, you don't even have to do it all collectively in the morning, but every time everybody comes in in the morning, like your first thing you do is put your stuff away, call in your Reiki, get grounded ask the energy to flow. And then at the end of the day, you're thanking that energy. You're dropping anything that you don't have. Can you imagine the power, the energy in the salon that would be flowing? Um, it just creates this different atmosphere and it's contagious. So maybe the conversations start to shift. Maybe they start to lighten. Maybe you, your clients start to feel even lighter than they've ever felt before. Like I see this as such a powerful thing to even connect a salon team for salon leaders to be able to go into one-on-ones and reviews with this beautiful energy flowing through 
helps to get the messages across in the way that they should be received. It helps to under unlock maybe anything that's underlying. I just, I can see so much beauty in having that just under your tool belt as a salon team. So I get really excited about visioning that because it's, it's incredible. I'm like, imagine the pristine energy in a space. If every single stylist had the ability to do this. Oh, 100%. I think it makes me excited just listening to you talk about that. And I think even too, like, you know, if a salon um, wasn't ready to invest in their whole team, getting it done, even just the salon owners, like, totally. oh my gosh, <laughs> just totally. them to be able to understand that and be able to project because they're the leaders. They're the ones who are setting the example for their entire team. So if they can get on board with that and understand it and be able to project that onto their staff, I think that is so beautiful. I think for it would be sure, amazing. for sure. And like the other thing too, you know, most hairdressers are empaths. We've heard that like a million times we can feel other people's energy. So if you're an owner and you have a one-on-one with somebody and they come in and they are like freaking out, you're going to pick up on that. Mm-hmm. And imagine if you call in your Reiki before that person even walks in and you just set the intention that everything is going to be spoken, communicated beautifully. You set up just beautiful light intention, not anything of like manipulating the situation, how it's supposed to go. Just setting the intention that this is going to be a, an effective conversation an effective communication. It's going to help the other person to grow and it's going to help both parties to be better you're not going to be so affected by whatever is going on in your, in your salon team member. You're not going to be soaking up their stuff, which affects then your verbiage and your words and your emotions. So it's, it's so, it's so powerful in so many ways, but has been a huge, um, a huge gift to me as an empath. I used to like, as soon as somebody started to cry, I would start to cry. Mm -hmm. And I'm in a very different space now where I can hold space for people, feel the feelings still with them, connect with them on that level, but not be consumed by it so that I can allow them to have their own experience because that is not a bad thing. Like when people cry, we start to cry with them. Sometimes people will stop, stop crying because they don't want to make you feel sad. Mm-hmm. And that's robbing them of that release and that experience. So how cool would it be if you were standing behind the chair and not bawling with your client, but really just like holding that space, allowing them that experience to heal through that as you're doing their hair and changing their physical appearance. Like, I'm sorry, but I think that's the definition of magic. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I think so too. Oh my gosh. This has been absolutely amazing. I have loved every minute of this conversation. I think it is so cool what you were doing and so amazing um, that you are changing the lives of so many hairstylists and and the way that we see things and and feel. And um, so before before we get, I know uh, for our audience that Kristen has um, graciously accepted to do a two-minute meditation for us um, just so that we can end this episode and you can go back and listen to it and um, just kind of like take in everything, set an intention for your day or the end of your day, whatever it might be. Um, So before we get into that, I'm just going to finish with that. So uh, we'll just end the episode. So then there's nothing after, after that for them to take in. Um, So before we start it, is there anything that you wanted to end with um, and share how people can find you so that they can learn more about uh, the services that you are offering? Yeah, for sure. So I do right now I do one on one uh, Reiki sessions privately, uh, like I said, in person or remote, depending on the person, what they need. Um, I also do guided meditation uh, twice a month in a group capacity on Zoom. I actually have a collective healing call tonight. Uh, it's a beautiful hour where I guide a meditation. I run my Reiki to the group collectively, and it's a beautiful space to like reset your energy um, for your own self personally. So those are the things that I offer for like one-on-one and personal experiences to help enhance. And then, uh, I do offer Reiki classes. I, like I said, I have, um, I have a whole outline of my virtual courses ready to rock and roll. So end of July, I will be rolling out and opening registration for my Reiki one class, uh, which will have a virtual or an in-person option. 
And then also uh, once that is completed, then we'll go into Reiki two. And with Reiki two, um, I'm really going to incorporate how to how you can incorporate those those services into your salon experience or not. Um, but you will learn all of those cool things. So that's what I've got going on right now. I'm also doing a group coaching container uh, with my friend Ali Copeland. It's called Reflect, and it is a uh, it's about six week program and we are diving deep into reflecting on self. Uh, we're going into reestablishing boundaries and really digging into like what the deeper truths are for us intuitively. So that's a really special program. Doors are closed for that right now, but we have a feeling you're going to be opening another round of that, uh, soon after because it's been a really cool experience so on instagram you can find me kristen.hellogorgeous that is the name of my salon it's k-r-i-s-t-e-n and my website where you can book all of my services is just my first and last name uh kristen sozman uh and that is all linked in my instagram bio so that's probably the easiest way for you to find me is go to instagram kristen.hellogorgeous click the link in my bio and you'll find my links to book appointments, healing calls, um, all of the things. And I also have a little online store where I have jewelry and crystals and all kinds of stuff that I creatively craft on my own as well. So that's where you can find me. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for being, oh, I just almost fell off my chair. <laughs> This is so emotional. I know. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for being here uh, to share this with us. And I cannot wait to see more of what you are going to be coming up with. Um, so whenever you are ready, we will start the meditation. I'm going to put myself on silent here so nothing happens. Um, and then we will end the program. Beautiful. I also do want to say, I'm going to give you a link for a guided meditation, like a five minute guided meditation that if you want to include in the description of this podcast, that way they can click on it and uh, download it and have it for their easy accessibility in case they, you know, have trouble getting to the end of the podcast or whatever. I want to give them an option for a way to reset themselves um, on the daily. And like you said, set a, set a beautiful intention. So I will give that to you as well. Awesome. All right, guys. So I want you to take a second, find a seat. If you are driving, pause this podcast and do not do this while you're driving. I want you to take a seat or lie down and I want you to close your eyes. Take a nice, big, deep breath in. Fill your lungs all the way to the top. And then allow yourself to release the breath. Release thoughts that might be running through your mind. Take another big deep breath in. Exhale, letting go of any stress or tension in the body. And just take a moment to check in with your body, starting down at the bottoms of your feet, feeling your feet touch the ground. Just notice if there's anywhere in your body that's holding tension or energy that needs a little extra attention right now. And as you focus on this area, maybe it's your belly, maybe it's your heart. I want you to just notice what is this energy? Is it trying to tell you something? And just allow yourself a moment to see what shows up. Does this energy have a shape or a color or a texture? Does this energy belong to you or is it something you picked up from somebody else? I want you to take a moment 
and ask if this energy has anything that it wants to teach you or share with you before you let it go. And I want you to set the intention that you are ready to let this energy go. And I want you to thank it. Thank it for showing up. Thank it for teaching you. And I want you to take a nice big deep breath in and I want you to fill your lungs as big as they'll go. Holding for a minute, just at the top, just for a moment. And as you exhale, I want you to imagine that energy leaving your body. Send that breath to that space in your body. And allow the air and the breath to break apart that energy. And watch it leave your body in whatever way feels right. You have just created space, a beautiful opening in your body now to create something new, to invite new healthy energy in. I want you to set the intention that you are ready you are open to receiving whatever you need to help you along your journey. Taking a nice, big, deep breath in. Knowing that you get to bring all of this wonderful energy back with you. I want you to start to bring your awareness back to your body by wiggling your fingers and toes. When you are ready, you can blink your eyes open and come fully back to your space. I hope you got everything you needed from that beautiful meditation. And I thank you for allowing me to take you on that journey. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I feel so calm and centered right now. Um, I almost don't want to end this episode. Um, but if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, comment below, give five stars. That would be awesome. <laughs> and share this with your friends so we can make sure to keep this podcast going. So thank you again so much for listening to this week's episode and we will see you next week.